0: This is our retail update for the first quarter of 2023. It's been certainly an interesting quarter on deal flow and what things are looking like. So we're going to dive in to just what we're seeing in the market, why it matters to us in the net lease space and retail, and then what actions we're taking because of this, and then ultimately how our distributions are looking and and how our deals are performing. So if we go into the market first and what we're
1: seeing right now,
0: I mean the biggest factor
1: well there's there's a theme there's a theme that everybody knows about hopefully by now and i think it's uh pretty common but um debt is the is the entire market theme right now debt is driving the market the fed is trying to slow the economy down and at least on the green in the green leaf business it's working our deal volume is down we're not finding the deals that we were finding yeah. last year and so their strategy is slowing us down which is disappointing but it's also, you know, it's a good breather for us to kind of recapture what we're doing, making sure our business strategy is correct, and also to look for the next opportunities. And that's what yeah, we're doing right now.
0: They certainly, you know, the rise in the interest rates have certainly slowed down the deal flow that's out there, but it's coming from a couple different angles where we've got sellers who are not really adjusting to rising interest rates. Right. They're not interested in selling at a discount, or they'd rather just hold it and keep the cash flow that they're getting at that point. And then buyers who want to pay less or they've got a higher debt cost and they're unable to get to a seller's price. And then there's also kind of this lack of, you know, with, with overall transactions slowing, there's less 1031 funds available. And then that means you've got less people coming into the net lease space. Well,
1: and there's opportunities in that too. I mean, first of all, the, the, what's happening is the, the inventory is starting to increase and so the the, the 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 sellers are becoming bigger than the, the seller pool is becoming bigger than the buyer pool. So the seller pool is becoming maybe the same, but the buyer pool is shrinking. And so eventually, that's going to put pressure on pricing. And so we—I uh, was given a statistic by one of the uh, local brokers, and he said there's just a glut of inventory in the market. Like there were 100 plus Starbucks, uh, 90 plus 7-Elevens, yeah. uh, almost $700 Generals, 60 Chipotle's and 350. Drug stores now, you know, when there's a glut of inventory, what should happen? I mean, the prices should go down. Right. At
0: some point in time.
1: They have to go down. Yeah. Or you just don't sell. But you know, you know, from our standpoint too, we're selling deals. We're gonna list a couple yeah. of deals this year and we're gonna sell <laughs> sell deals maybe a quarter point off of what we expected to sell it, but not not something that would put us in a um right. in a desperate it's not mug. putting us in a bad we, spot. Honestly, we would rather just hold the asset and collect the cash flow and wait for cap rates to adjust. And then sell the asset when appropriate but right now if we can sell an asset for 25 basis points higher than what we did last year that's, yeah it's and still in, a good in those salary. examples
0: you know we're still selling deals that are in the low sixes on cap rate yep yep which when we're going out and we're trying to get debt in the market right now we're we're, st- we're paying in the sixes uh, kind of our quotes for yeah, we're that's s- out there.
1: six and a quarter, six and a half were the last quotes we got. So, and there's, there was just, another, it was just another increase too. And so... Yeah.
0: So, I mean, transaction volume hasn't gone to zero. You know, there, there's not like a complete seizure of the, of the market. So it's still happening. There's still transactions. Just right now, uh, you know, there's definitely that gap between the buyers and sellers. And in our case, you know, we're, we're on both sides. So we are selling, but we're selling at a lower cap rate than we would buy at. So we're not right. finding right. a lot of opportunities... To buy so I think within the market and kind of what we see going on, there's going to be a reduced amount of transactions for foreseeable, probably at least a few months going forwards. Here, of what uh, this looks I like, I
1: hope it's only a few months rather than uh, you know, more, a than few, more, quarters. Yeah, few yeah. quarters. Yeah, yeah,
0: hopeful for a few months versus a few quarters. But there's definitely uh, some tightening here to stay for a while, uh, until. You know, we, we look at a situation where uh, do owners have to sell at some point?
1: Right, but don't forget, too, that you know, our retail strategy is working. I mean, the triple net leases are stable, the income is predictable, and there's a high-quality guarantee behind yes. it who will weather a storm. And, and honestly, our restaurants and uh, Dollar Generals – they're not seeing a decrease in revenue. No, yeah,
0: their, their revenues are doing well. And I think we look at the point of like, they made it through COVID, that's one hurdle. And then yeah. now they're trying to tackle this inflation battle that has happened over the past 12 months. So I feel like a business that's made it through those two significant hurdles over the past three years in operations, like you've got a strong team yeah. getting it through that stuff.
1: Well, and, and you know the stuff we own, we, we own restaurants that appeal to a middle-income demographic and so that middle-income demographic is a huge demographic and honestly if if people are gonna dine down they're gonna dine down to from a, a, uh, I I don't know a, a local fancy restaurant to an Applebee's or if they're gonna dine down more they down dine down down to a Zaxby's and so our products there will always be a customer for the things we are selling we're not we are not um, we're not buying, uh, what's the fancy steakhouse?
0: Uh, oh, yeah. No, we're not doing anything that's high-end. That, yeah, that's we're not, not doing...
1: Because the, the high-end places, the high-end restaurants, the high-end retail, those are the businesses that are going to be affected right now. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, All right, so when we think about what's happening in the market and why does it matter for us, we're always thinking about what is our strategy and making sure we have a strategy that is effective that is in that current market. So right now... What we are doing is looking at deals where we have a good amount of equity, we can still get a, not the lowest cap rate that we could get 12 months ago, eight months ago, but, Correct. but a good cap rate that we can exit at. So we are still looking for opportunities to realize gains and exit at cap rates that are in the low sixes. So when we have that, you know, that's what we're seeing.
1: With with a nice return to our investors too, so we're we're still in double digit returns for everything we're looking at um, exiting this year. Yeah,
0: and then you know what we're what we're doing overall. Uh, certainly, the if we can exit and make some gains, perfect. But our strategy going forwards of how do we operate in this market, uh, knowing what we're seeing, not on the only on the transaction side, but how the businesses are performing. It's we are we're still looking for these short term lease opportunities these are becoming harder and harder to find, right? I mean, they're, they're certainly there, but they are definitely harder to find, ones that have a short-term lease. And that compression between the value of a short-term lease and a long-term lease, it used to be a wider gap. And right. that has that curve has flattened.
1: You know, if we just back up, we look at, we would buy a seven and a half cap deal last year, and then we get three and a half percent debt. So then the, 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 the spread between that was 400 basis points. And the cash flow on that deal is remarkable and we can do that over and over again and get a nice, we could pay all of our preps, we can get a nice profit at the end of the, 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 uh, the, the, or the renewal of the lease where you'll get a 5 to 10% rent bump and so then we could sell that a, at, a, at a premium after the rent bump. And those are great long-term cash flow deals. Right now we're looking at de- uh, reliable businesses that maybe have one or two years left on their lease, probably two years left on their lease. We have sales, we have foot traffic data, we know it's a good business. And then we're going to buy it, say, at the same 7.5 cap, but we're going to get a, a 10 or 15 year lease on top of that. And so then we're going to create value by moving from a 7.5 cap uh, uh, value to hopefully like a 5.5 or 6 cap value. And so we have a 150 point spread between, uh, uh, between the value we created and the value we purchased at. And then... The unfortunately, or fortunately, these are short-term holds. And so we're going to hold these p- properties for probably about a year. Our IHOP in um, Texas, we're doing that with, with we got the uh, long-term lease. And as soon as we hit the year mark, so we get long-term capital gains, we're going to put that up for sale.
0: Yeah. And we're doing that right now with uh, another yeah. asset that we have too, where we, we've owned it for just over a year. Uh, it's performed well. We have, a, we have six and a half years left on that lease. And we can exit at a lower cap rate, and we're going to make uh, over 20 percent IRR on that transaction if that all goes through. Right. So that's what, that's what we're looking to do. Uh, that is really our business plan going forward. finding these is going to be harder and harder. It's only, you know it's not getting easier on what opportunities are out there. No.
1: but well, you can see by the amount of volume we're putting out right now, the volume is definitely is definitely lowered and so yeah. Our deal guys are getting restless. Yeah,
0: no shortage of looking at deals. We still get to do all of the deal hunting and looking through stuff. It's just harder to find ones that will actually pencil out. So so that's where we're at uh, in the retail segment. We look at our deals and how they're performing. So retail going into many of these deals, we knew we were walking into a situation where we are expecting to make uh, consistent quarterly distributions and produce cash flow. For our investment pool, so every deal that we have, every uh, deal
1: is paying. If they're not paying prefs, they're paying just under prefs. Like for those yeah, are so good
0: problems. Consistently making cash flow distributions every quarter. So if you're invested in the retail deals, you know all of those checks they'll be going out uh, on the twentieth here. So it takes a day or two for those to hit your account, but they'll be there. Uh, so we're very excited about overall performance there. We have had
1: some exits that happened that you know leading up to this quarter. Right. Well, only some, we could talk about 2022 and then we could talk about what's looking our 2020, 2022 portfolio and then we can kind of move into what yeah. 2023 looks like. Yeah so I mean we, we sold our we sold some dollar stores we sold all Charlie's. Right we sold all Charlie's in Q1 we sold Whiskey Road uh, the Whiskey Road Strip Mall in Q2 Dollar General in Q3 and Taylor's and then Dollar General in Statesville in Q4 and all of them were remarkable dispositions. We had, you know, Charlie's ended up with about a 14% internal rate of return. And the Whiskey Road Strip Mall was a 48% project return, which was great. And we... That's, ex- yeah, that was uh, a winner. That was a winner. And <laughs> one of our investors says that it had babies because we took the proceeds and pushed them forward into two other deals. And so now that one purchase, for everyone in that one purchase, they now own three, three purchases. They own three, yeah. Through a ten thirty one exchange, just a ten thirty one exchange, yeah. so it was tax free. No one paid taxes on it, and we just pushed it forward, and we improved everybody's cash flow too. And then uh, Taylor's was a twenty seven percent return, yep. was pretty good project return. And then Dollar General Statesville was a twenty five percent project return. So I think that's pretty good, good solid numbers in yeah. that
0: in that uh, you know in that environment where we had the cap rate spread to debt, it worked out very well. We're still looking at, like we said, like we're, we're looking at an exit right now that will sell around a. Mid, mid to low six cap.
1: Right, we have one property mm-hmm. that somebody came to us off market and they just made us an offer and it was a very reasonable offer. And so we're looking at that right now. Yeah. But that, was, uh, that was unplanned, but we do have some planned dispositions right now too. Yeah.
0: We, and any of that stuff too, we'll have that in the property specific write-ups as you get uh, in the investment reports on all the specific details of what that actually is. And, and we have one, the only other asset we have that's a non-franchised operation, right? So one of the first deals that we purchased, excellent location, uh, it's right here in Atlanta. And we're looking at exiting that one as well.
1: Um, right. And that's, that. and that's, that's a, uh, it's purely a, you call it a land place. So right. It's a, it's a, it's a, the, the great, location. great it, location. I mean, it's location, we, location, location, desirable area, property sell for nice premiums because of just the area. It's always busy. It's always hopping yeah. on the weekends. And it's, it's more of a, um, well, it's a downtown. It's our, it's our Edgewood property. And it's, um, it's just We've very... owned real
0: estate on that road for almost 15 years now, and it's always performed very well. The road in that area of town it continues to grow and see redevelopment opportunities. So, uh, we were excited about getting the opportunity to buy that one, and we renovated and repositioned that asset. And there's a successful restaurant that's in there right now, and they're looking to acquire it. So, if they if they do uh, come through and acquire that one, that'll be our only non franchise location that we are. Able to sell, and we have a good outcome. I mean, a good outcome for us and a good outcome uh, for that local business owner. Um, they're going to own you know, their restaurant and their real estate, so they'll have a good. They'll be in a very good position uh, personally with their investment as well. Right. So.
1: And we have another QSR restaurant we're we're looking at listing right now too, which I'll I'll, uh, I'll leave the surprise to everybody for. Uh, as we figure out the details. As yeah. we figure out the details, but, yeah. but we're looking at just uh, selling one of our, uh, our QSR assets too, and we'll see what happens. Yeah. So that really, we only have. Maybe two, maybe three dispositions planned for 2023 right now. Yeah.
0: So overall for the year, I mean we're gonna we're gonna keep trying to find stuff. We're gonna look to take advantage of opportunities we see where there is equity, and everything we hold is making distributions. And we are excited about the cash flow that it's able to spit out. We're excited about providing uh, the investment returns out to all of you on a consistent quarterly basis. All right. Thank you very much. That's all we have uh, for this end of quarter wrap up. We're going to have a live Q&A session next week as well that we'll get invites out for. And please let us know if you have any questions. For more tips on operating and investing in real estate, please check us out at greenleafmanagement.com or find us on YouTube and Spotify.